I'm Gary Erickson. And I'm Tyler Hogue. We became best buds through the heavy music scene. And now we're doing a podcast, breaking down our favorite bands, albums, and shows. This is All Consuming Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the show, the, the podcast. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about Demon Hunter, finally. Oof. We've had so many people like request us to finally do Demon Hunter, and it's happening. Yeah, and there's so many albums to pick from, and everyone says, do this one, do that one. But we chose to do The World is a Thorn because... It came out around the time Tyler and I met each other. Yeah. And so we both listened to this album together and have a lot of memories with this album. And and Gary, I got to get I got to get something off my chest a little bit. Um I get a lot of hate. <laughs> a couple a, a year ago, we did our first Christmas special, right? Yeah. And there was a Demon Hunter song that was chosen. Um The Wind. Yep. And I said I didn't like it. I'm not a huge like ballad fan when <laughs> Demon Hunter does their ballads. And ever since then, every single person like associates me with hating Demon Hunter. Weird. Like it's not like... just disliking, <laughs> hating. Yeah, yeah. Like there's people on Discord and Instagram like, I dare you to make a Demon <laughs> Hunter episode with Tyler. I dare you. See what he says. So are you saying that you like Demon Hunter? Are you just indifferent? Not only do I like them, I really like them. Do what? I like Okay, but and you'll see. You'll you'll see um what I like and what I don't like, you know? You okay. might be able, you might even be able to like guess the songs that I really like from this album and the songs that I hit skip every single time. Yeah, I I know that you're a fan of uh Ryan's scream, not his, yeah. not his clean singing. So I already know what songs you're like. Don't care, and what songs you like. <laughs> and, and okay, and I say I like them because I do. I really do. Like I listen to Demon Hunter. They're on my playlist, stuff like that. But I'm no Gary, part of the Blessed Resistance fan. Like let's be <laughs> Gary right now is showing <laughs> his shirt, and I knew it right when he popped on here. I was like, of course you're wearing that shirt. So so what is this blessed resistance that you're a part of? It's a lot different nowadays than what it used to be. Now it's like a subscription service that Demon Hunter does and like you get like unreleased songs and special access to merchandise and stuff like that and it's yeah. it's like a street team with like a monthly subscription. Um hmm. and I think that's what it was supposed to be back when I got this shirt. Um but I got this when the Triptych came out and like you know, I got like a fancy little button and a patch and, you know, other stuff like that. Um, but that was like a one-time thing and you got access to their website. Right. And I remember when we saw these guys in concert, I was wearing this shirt. You know, we have a picture yeah. on our Instagram of... <laughs> we were babies, um, man. It was yeah, like, what, 10 years ago? More? I look at college Shoot. kids now and I'm like, did we look like that? Were we children? Of course we did. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember being in the mosh pit and there's a, a husband and wife in there who were about our age, you know, early twenties yeah. and they were wearing the same shirt and it was like immediate high fives, you know, 
I think they came down from. Yeah, yeah. I think they came down from Canada to to see them in Spokane. But yeah, so I'm wearing a Blessed Resistance shirt, dude. And like, we have to like. I think you have to say this too. Like, no matter how you feel about Demon Hunter, like they probably have the most gnarly, awesome logo of any band. Yeah, yeah. Like for sure. And the the different like kind of variations they have on their logo, they're all pretty sweet. Yeah, I mean, um, as soon as you see it, you know, like that's a Demon Hunter logo. Yeah, dude, right. so so crazy. I don't know if you're gonna talk about this or not, but like so awesome and cool that like Navy SEALs wore patches of their logo. Did you hear about that? Yeah, yeah. Like the dude yeah. that Seal like Team Six. Yeah. Yeah, the dude that supposedly killed Bin Laden was like, yeah, I was wearing a demon hunter patch when i did it yep like that's crazy yeah it's pretty cool people spray paint them on their tanks and stuff yeah i wasn't that's gonna awesome. talk about that so thanks for bringing it up good job oh nice yeah yeah okay so <sighs> gary are they your favorite band is demon hunter your favorite band you know if you look at statistics all data points to yes <laughs> what do you mean what? like so Spotify always does their, you know, end of the year wrap up thing. Yeah. And no joke, every year I'm in the top 0.5% of listeners. And I'm like, <laughs> how is this possible? I don't listen to them that much. But even like last FM and stuff that tracks your listens, they're like, Gary, you listen to these guys a lot. And I think it's just, they're, they're an easy band that I like pretty much all of their songs and I can just press play right. and turn off my head for like hours and so like when i'm at work it's really easy to to listen but <sighs> i think if you asked me that question 10 years ago i'd it say yeah yes. they're my favorite yeah. yeah but nowadays i'm gonna say no dude and uh, it's like this weird like we took two different paths to get to the same music you know what i mean like you started in like the christian side uh -huh. of like rock music and worked your way up and demon hunter was on that path yep you know what i mean and like for me when i started getting heavy music like i had like the pop punk like secular blink 182 went to like slipknot and corn and system of down and even though demon hunter kind of could be in that genre they weren't on the path you know and by the time i got into the christian like heavy scene it's as they die and haste the day and yeah. you could say they're not really that genre of metalcore no some people would call them rock. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I think there's some songs you could definitely call rock. You know, I almost feel like biker metal sometimes even. You know, like, yeah. There's, there's get my biker jacket out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's weird. I, I think some people, it hits like, I think that's why Demon Hunter is a great gateway band. Yeah. Because they have a lot of like metal, like the, the root genre, <clears throat> I'll call it, of metal sound yeah. and so they get people like my dad who to be interested in them um and then they also have a lot of rock songs and man ryan clark is in like every band like he's featured yeah. on every band's like track somewhere like yep. he's involved in some way and so there's like all these like routes to pull them into demon hunter and so i think they're a great gateway band to get from rock to really heavy stuff yeah and i think the world is a thorn. I, I 99% sure this was the first album demon hunter album. I heard really like heard, at, like heard flat out 
flat out. You're like collapsing, Demon Hunter. Collapsing might have been the first Demon Hunter song I ever heard. Wow. Wow. And you know who showed me Demon Hunter? Is it me? It's you. <laughs> you know, and like, it's so weird though, like looking back, because then I, you know, you showed it to me and then you probably showed me everything back and you're like, hey, hey, you don't think they're heavy, listen to this, you know, and, or whatever, and we listen to the triptych and, you know, like, they do have like some super heavy songs. Yeah. Like, by definition of heavy, very heavy and Ryan Clark's vocals are awesome. Right, but they do they flirt in this other like side of rock, butt rock, dare I say? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah, no, I get that because when I first listened to them, uh, the triptych wasn't out yet, um, but Summer of Darkness was, and mm-hmm. like any time he was singing, I was like, that's my favorite part. If they would just do that for the whole song. <laughs> It'd be like my favorite band. The music is on point, but the screaming I just don't like. And now, I mean, I I really like Ryan Clark's vocals. Like, I like his singing too and his screaming on anything. But, like, going back and, like, re-listening to, like, the first two albums, I'm like, man, this was so good. What's wrong with me? Like, why did I not like this, you know? I guess my palate wasn't ready for that kind of metal, but. Gosh, yeah. And I was, I'm the other way around. When I heard this, I was like, man, this band is awesome. Why do they sing so much? <laughs> why, why, why can I hear his vocals? You know? Um, but I, and then, like, I don't know. Maybe I've also matured musically, too. But, like, looking back at this album, like, really listening to this all the way through again, the songs that I used to not fully like because they sang a lot, I can kind of listen to them. <laughs> I can sort of listen to them. You don't skip them right away? I, I wait like 30 seconds. I'm like, okay, there it is. Got my my dose of Ryan Clark's vocals for his choruses, and I'm good to go. So let's talk about your actual first time listening to this okay. album. Yeah. So what was your first impression? I'm like, Tyler, it's March 9th, 2010. I'm sure I drove somewhere and picked it up, or it okay. was mailed to my house or something, right? And yeah. I was probably, I was married for four, five months. <clears throat> a little longer than that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like seven months. Yeah. Um, and so we were living right across the parking lot from you in the married right. dorms on campus. Yep. And I'm sure I was like, it's here. Let's listen. Yes. So what was your initial impression? Your first so time I hearing think, it? okay. So the first time we ever met, you were listening to. Um, Hayes Today's first album, Burning Bridges, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, that, that album was in there. And uh, like that music, that music was what I was really into. And so when Demon Hunter comes out, this world, the world of Thorn comes out, we listen to this album. I don't think I like it right away. Mm-hmm. I would say when I first listened to it, the song that stood out to me that I liked the most, which I don't like the most anymore, was Life War. Okay. Like, it's, I don't, because it was heavy. Yeah, yeah. But. But. <laughs> do you want to know my favorite song on the album? Sure. Let me know. So I, I wrote a top five. I wrote a top <laughs> okay. five. I wrote a top five, and then I put a number 20. And I know there's not 20. How about you do this? You tell me okay. the five songs, not in order, and I will guess your favorite. Oh, let's go. 
Okay, so I got right here. Um, but if I, I got to make sure I don't read these in order then. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, I'm just going to give it to you. I'll close my eyes. Okay, uh, collapsing, tie this around your neck, descending upon us, life war, and the world is a thorn. Easy. Okay, what's my number one? Tie this around your neck. Wrong. No. That's my third favorite. Wow. All right, what's your favorite? My favorite is The World is a Thorn. Oh, nice. Absolutely. My you favorite. You know, if you were a nerd back in the day, like me, and you played Rock Band, you could have bought this song and played it on Rock Band. The World is a Thorn? Yeah. Oh. It wasn't that collapsing? And, and collapsing, both. I did know that they were on Rock Band. Like, they had their rights for the Rock Band thing. That's cool. Yep. Um, I really like it. And there's there's a couple reasons why I like it. Um, the galloping, I think they do a really good job of yeah. when they gallop. And it's like biker metal intro, like thrash metal. And they kind of have that galloping stuff. But just his vocals, like the, how angry and he says, like, won't bow to man, mm-hmm. won't bow to government. Like, I love that part. That yeah. I think listening through like after you show them to me i think that this that song stood out the most and it's been my favorite since mm. since i've listened man it's awesome so no. what else what's my second favorite what's my of those five i gave you what's my number five you think i can remember the fifth all five <laughs> of them i'm gonna yeah. guess collapsing i didn't even say oh yeah collapsing's four so here's in order the world is a thorn descending upon us i love for a different reason uh, tie this around your neck, collapsing and life war. And then, like nice. I said, I, I wrote number twenty, even though there's not twenty tracks on here. Do you want to know? Does that mean it's your 20? least favorite? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> Bottom of the favorite? barrel, and I know it's your favorite. I know, I know it's one of your favorites. Uh oh. Driving what, what is it? nails. Oh man, dude. Oh, dude, I can't, man. I just can't, and I know I am going to be hated on for that, dude. I don't care that's like, about the, that's like a top 10 demon hunter track I know. for me because you're always like you literally will play it and when it gets to that lame string part at the yeah. end or whatever you're oh, man I can't do it oh man I tried even for this I'm like, heartbroken I really tried. right now I really am like <laughs> I do it was one I'm of your debating favorites. like starting a new podcast <laughs> with someone else right now oh yeah <laughs> so okay how about you what's your favorite um, so I'll start with my first impression and then move to favorite. Yeah. So when this first came out, I was obsessed with it. Like yes, I yeah. probably listened to it every day for a month, nonstop, nothing else, only this. Um, and I have to say a demon hunter album has not done that to me since this, but, oh. um, I can remember. So I, I got a minor in visual communication design mm-hmm. that I do absolutely nothing with. Um, <laughs> But I took it because I liked graphic design. I'm terrible at it, by the way. But it was fun. I liked learning it and seeing all the ways that Photoshop and stuff works. Um, but I remember being up in the computer lab in the above the pub. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a pub for our. It's listeners. not a drinking pub. It's Pierce Union Building or yeah. Pence. Pence Pence Union Building. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's a lab on the very top floor and. Uh, just to get like away from my apartment because I had this really annoying neighbor 
named Tyler who is like constantly <laughs> interrupting my school. <laughs> never, never. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just kidding. It's it's at home. There's a lot of distractions, so yeah. it was a great place to like you know sit down and do all my work. But I had my headphones in and I jammed this album on repeat probably like three times a day up there. I mean, like three hours straight. And around that time, I was really getting into Magic the Gathering with uh, <laughs> with our buddy Glenn. Oh, yeah. And I remember, like, this album just came out, and Glenn got me hooked on Magic. And so he'd come over, and i put this album on, and we'd play Magic and listen to this. <laughs> so when I hear this album, like, I get these, like, deep nostalgia vibes sure. of Magic and, like, working up in that computer lab, like, all by myself, you know focused on graphic design stuff magic um, the gathering i yeah. i do kind of remember that i never even i don't even understand what it is yeah. like i'd be it, like you'd walk and, in and you'd be like nope <laughs> yeah like you guys playing dungeons and dragons in here or what like what are we, what close are we enough doing? all right <laughs> that's funny okay i do so, remember that. my favorite songs i'll how about i i only wrote down four that I like, but you I'll do the same. You can pick which one you okay. think is my favorite. Alright, yeah, I'm ready. Driving Nails, <laughs> Life War, Collapsing, and Just Breathe. Just Breathe's your favorite. No, but it's pretty close. I had to debate. I think it's a really good one too. Collapsing is my oh, favorite. Okay. I mean okay. I hate that it's so catchy and that everybody sure. likes it. I really yeah. do, but if you take away like the world's opinion and others opinions like i think it's just it's a super well done song super yeah. catchy and as soon as that intro starts i mean you just know what it is yes and it's a good song i do love collapsing because it kind of is in between their ballads and their heavy stuff yeah you know what i mean yep. it's not necessarily it gets real heavy way. and it gets yeah. real light like, yes it's... and so that was that is cool yeah, so my least favorites, you can guess, I picked Shallow Water. Yep. Because of those high guitars. <laughs> Song's great besides those. It just gets old when you hear it on repeat for three hours a day for a sure. month. Uh, feel as though you could. Hmm. Blood in the gears. Blood in the tears. Sorry, that's a showdown thing. <laughs> Blood in the gears. <laughs> And Desire the Pain. Interesting. And you know what my least favorite is of those? Um, Blood and the Tears? No. What? I actually had a hard time picking. I had to listen to all four of them like, over and over, but I think Desire the Pain. Really? Yeah. I like Why? all of them now. I think I just listened to this album so much that yeah. like, whenever those songs come out, I'm like, I fully know everything. I'm done. Like... Sure. Yeah, know. and with with Demon Hunter albums in general, and this is where I get the hate. Like, I don't know. No, there isn't for me an album where I'm like, this is a masterpiece. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, this is great. There are a ton of songs on the Triptych that I like. There are a ton of songs on Summer of Darkness, even that I like. There's a ton of songs on um, the Rose of Thorn that I love. I don't know if it's perfect though. Yeah. And that's where people are like, oh, Tyler, blasphemy. They're all perfect. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get that. I think I 
I don't think Demon Hunter has a perfect album for me either. What's but the they have a one? lot of like really perfect songs. The closest yeah, one okay. could be, well, in high school, I'd say the triptych, hands down. Uh, in yeah. fact, there was probably a time I would have said that it was perfect. Uh, not anymore. Don't know why. It's, a, it's the closest for me. Really? Yeah. I'm going to say either this one, The World is a Thorn, or Extremist. Mm. So. I, the thing, so though, is this... And went, <laughs> Is this their heaviest album? Depends what you mean by heavy. So music, music. An, another reason I really like this album. I will answer yeah. your question in a minute. Okay. Is this is the only album where their guitarist was Ryan Helm, and yeah. he was from a band that I was super into at the time called The Syndicate. Their album huh. cover is like a skull with a crown on it, and it it just it has it has a lot of this like vibe, this deep sound yeah you know with the guitars and drums it's very bassy and like hits hard yeah um so i th i think uh may I, maybe sonically right like if you yeah. heard this in a concert this sure. would be their heaviest album i think yeah i i kind of agree i mean you because you would say they don't scream the most on this right. album compared to other albums but like musically like instrumentally maybe we yeah. could even say it is the heaviest because some songs go freaking hard dude yeah it's kind of like fit for a king's dark skies you know yeah like it's not the heaviest music out there sure. but like when you see them live and there's just like that sound that wall of sound that hits you it's yeah. heavy you know hits hard i think they're heaviest songs on that album shattered glass you think that's their heaviest song? Oh my gosh. Heavier than Backbreaker? Yeah, for sure. Or Tower of Pain? 100%. Well, that's going to be another episode. <laughs> Dude, Shattered Glass gets me going. Like, it, it, it's pretty heavy, man. Um, okay, back to, back to Demon Hunter. Uh, we saw these dudes live. We sure Right did. in our infancy of friendship. You know what's funny, Tyler? Okay, yeah. so we live four hours or so. From Seattle. Yeah. How many times do you think people think we see Demon Hunter? <laughs> a lot. Because they yeah, play well, in Seattle all the time. Yeah. And, well, Demon Hunter, like, hardly tours. Right. Right. But they do, they play in Seattle, like, I don't know, once in a blue moon. But When they tour, they play there usually. Yeah. I've only seen Demon Hunter once in my life. And it was in Spokane. Yeah. I bought tickets once. To see them in Seattle, no one was going to go with me. Not even my girlfriend, who's now my wife. <laughs> um, she, I was going to play Central, Driving actually. Nails. I know they're going to play Driving Nails. I can't go. Yeah, and like I, it was like it was if blah blah blah, anything that could go wrong went yeah. wrong. Like I had a big project due that week. It was my first year of college. I was behind on math homework. Like. Sure. And I had like no money, so if I got if I drove there, I had to come back that day. But I already bought the ticket, and I I think I still have the ticket somewhere. Really, it's like a concert that I wanted to go to that I never did. That you never and did. Like, I think becoming the archetype opened for them, and I've never seen becoming the archetype. And so I look at this ticket stub whenever I find my old stuff, and I'm like, 
should have gone. Like, what was I thinking? Oh. It's just school. It's just grades and education. Wait, Becoming the Archetype was there? Yeah. Dude, and you never saw them? No, it was like Becoming the Archetype, Living Sacrifice, Demon Hunter. Oh. Yeah. That would have been sick, man. Yeah. Why didn't you? I'm just kidding. I can't believe you didn't go. I I know. I know. (laughs) I didn't even know you at the time, so I couldn't take anyone. All my roommates were one guy I didn't know. Um, Yeah. And then I had three, two other buddies from high school that we all went to the same college. And we're like, you guys want to move into these cheap dorms together? It's like four guys. You you like share a room and like it has like a communal middle living room thing. And like, yeah, anyway, it was, it was weird, but yep. Sucks. Dang. But you did get at least see Demon Hunter. And for that show, and we might've talked about, I think we did talk about with the War of Ages episode. But with that show, I was going to see Azalea Dine. Like, I knew Demon Hunter. You just introduced them to me. Definitely knew some of their songs. I'm pretty sure you were going for Thorn. Bless the Fall, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I did know if you Bless Didn't the you Fall Didn't you have songs, your white dude. belt and your hair pushed <laughs> over to the side? Dude, they have some great songs, man. Stop hating on Bless the Fall. I remember at that time, there was a lot of drama around Bless the Fall. If they were it was like this tour. Were. Yeah, because it was like this tour. Yeah. And... Um, you, so you like look on MySpace, right. To, to see the, oh, yeah. the tour videos and like people's comments and everyone's like, no, they're not a Christian. They flipped off the crowd and like, they have like a picture <laughs> of them flipping off the crowd. And I remember like being really judgmental about them, you know, because of the that. show. And I'm like, I'm just going to watch them and see if they're Christians or not up there, you know, just being so judgmental. Uh, and they put on a good show and we're like, heck yeah, man. Yeah, they were fun. That, their I Wall of Death was probably like yeah. one of the best Walls of Death. Bless the Fall. Emo Bless the Fall did a Wall of Death mm-hmm. at the Nidian Factory in Spokane. And it was really fun and cool. Yeah, I wasn't in it. I was like, oh. I'm we were not. watching. You do you, <laughs> boo. Like, that was that was cool, though. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was going for, I was really going for Azalea Dine. I was so into them during that time. Stoked about War of Ages. And I was stoked about Demon Hunter, but I didn't, like, fully, like, have the fandom. Like, you were going for Demon Hunter. Yeah. Right? Like, stoked. you were going yeah. to see Demon Hunter, and everything else was cherry on the cake. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. War of Ages I wanted to see, um, and they opened the show. Yeah. I was stoked to see them. So I I liked Azalea Dying at the time, but I only liked them for the Ocean An Ocean Between Us album. Yeah. And when the Powerless Rise, I wasn't into it that much when that came out. Right. Um, and that's what they played at the show. Um, but still really cool to see them. Absolutely, yeah. Like, looking back, I, I think that that was... It, it's interesting when I go to shows, because I'll, I'll either pay really close attention to the band and, like, not be involved in the music. Right. But I feel like I do that when I really know the band. Because, like, I want to watch Demon Hunter play. I want to see War of Ages play. And when Azalea Dying went up, I was like, yeah, let's run in the pit. I'm following you, Donnie. Let's go. (laughs) Donnie. (laughs) That's funny. Dude. Yeah. Uh, And I remember remember Azalea Dying. Yeah, we were definitely involved in the pit. They were were the headliners, so they played longer. I remember Demon Hunters being like, it was really good. But I remember being like, that was it. 
Yeah, it was short. All of them yeah. were short. Yeah. Like, because we, when we did the War of Ages episode, we like we found the song, the track list, and it was like six yeah. songs. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that that's so short. It might have been less than that six, but they all did that. And then Azalea Dying was also kind of short. Where nowadays we're like, like August Burns Red will do an entire album playthrough <laughs> plus yeah. five or six songs at the end, dude. you know, or in yeah. between, and. I don't know. I feel like back then, maybe it was a weekday or something. I, I just think they had a lot of, I mean, that happens sometimes with the opening bands. They just have this amount of slot of slot of time and yeah. you've got six songs and you know, they're not doing their encore. And then the headliner has 10 or whatever, you know? Yeah. And, and Demon Hunter definitely only played their, like catch their hits, you know? Yeah. I remember when not ready to die came on and I was like, this is my song. And I'm like standing there screaming and singing with people and, yeah, good times. Trying to think of what I remember the most on there. <sighs> they probably the played Undying, right? No. I'm sure yeah, they did. They did. I think that yeah. one. And that They probably no, they probably yeah. opened with that, dude. You know, they with the did. choir singing. Yeah. Yeah. I remember So, I I like to watch bands as they play. I've said that several times. Yeah. And I always thought it was weird how how like Ryan Clark I don't know, presents himself on the stage. What do you mean? So you got like Tim Lambesis, who's pretty similar to Jake Lurs, where they walk back and forth. They like step on their little monitor boxes and, you know, with one leg and scream (laughs) out at the crowd. Right. And like physically into it. Right. Right. Moving around a lot. Big circle pig. Go crazy. Spinning the microphones, jumping. And I just remember like most of the time he'd just stand there with the mic for the screaming parts. I think the singing parts he walked or like he'd turn around to the drums occasionally and like lean on like the drum stand and that's it. Um, but the way he screamed, you know, like his lips were pursed together instead of like really wide. And I think that's cause that's how he growled. He made like a, a tunnel with his mouth, so to speak. Uh, yeah, I think he was kind of like kind of over the mic, you know, and he did stay there. Maybe he did have his foot like on like an amp or something. Yeah. But he was just in one spot, and he yeah. had like a he had like a biker jacket cut off yep. on. Yep, maybe. Totally. Yeah, which he had was his pretty cool. Vest on his yes. his metal. Yeah, I'll tell you who I of all the people in the band of who I watched the most, their drummer, Yogi. Yogi. Yeah. Like I think Demon Hunter's drumming is pretty underrated. Oh, for sure. Like, I absolutely love it. And sometimes when they get going, like, and it is kind of that biker metal, right? Like, that's what I think is the biker metal part of it is the drums and the fast, just like thrash guitars. Um, but I thought the Yogi was pretty cool to watch. Yeah. I liked meeting him after the show. I mean, I, yeah. I meet him. I was like, hey, you're really cool. <laughs> Hi. And he's like, I like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I remember like thinking he was way taller than what he is in real life. Right. Yeah. Cause he's like just as tall as me. And I was like, I've always pictured him as like this guy who's like seven feet tall, but he's know? a, he's a big dude. Yeah. Right. So you see him as like a big dude. You think he's super tall. Yeah. Yeah. And then we met Ryan Clark. Yeah. And we're like, wait, can we take a picture please? And we did. We did. That was cool, man. Yeah. No, I thought they put on a really good show. Um, 
I think I said this last time. I vividly remember the guitarist for War of Ages filling in and playing for Demon Hunter. Oh, really? Yes. Like I, I think I remember you bringing this up for something else. War of Ages, probably. Maybe, yeah. Like, I remember him, like, they're like, yep, he's filling in for us because something with their guitarist. And uh, in my mind, I'm like, how tough would that be? So, But he's just that talented. The other thing is, they're, uh, they're so they have two guitarists, right? right? Their lead guitarist was Patrick Judge. Yeah. And he's from The Showdown. Yeah. So I think this was his first time being in Demon Hunter um, after the showdown went away. So that might be part of the biker metal stuff. For sure. That that makes a lot of sense because they're definitely that. Yeah. And, you know, Patrick Judge is still the guitarist. He's been there since this album. I don't know if this was his first one or not. I think it was, right. though. Um, uh, and that might be part of the big sound change besides Ryan Helm being on there. But... If Ryan Helm didn't continue, maybe he just didn't tour with them either and they needed him to fill. So I, I could see that if he was in, you know. Yeah. And maybe it was a planned thing and he practiced it and learned the songs and he did it. Oh, yeah. Maybe he, he was the tour guy. Who knows? Yeah. That's cool, though. Have I mentioned to you? So there's this guy on our Discord server. Um, uh, his name's Chris on there. And he was actually at this show. Really, we we were talking about, and after the War of Ages episode, he was talking about it, and he's like, and I, I think I remember him saying that uh, he remembers something like that where Tim Lambesis came in for the War of Ages song. Yes, so yeah, we, that like, was my we, big. We thing debated too. this like hard, and we're, yeah. we couldn't find any evidence, and so he kind of remembers something like that too. But we're still looking for that concrete evidence, you know, that he came so, in and, and yes, did vocals did. for Desire. Yep. Yes. Yeah, there was a lot of people at that show that now, like, we know, like, the dude, the pit boss that baptized me, he was there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so <laughs> we've talked about this before. There's this guy. So when I uh, was saved, this guy that he ended up baptizing me um, after I was saved, he was really into to music, too, you know, metal music, too, and into all the stuff. He came probably for Asley Dine. I didn't really know he was going to be there because I was at college, and he's from the Tri-Cities. But he was there, and I was like, yo, what's up? That's so awesome, man. I'm so glad to see you. And then I look over when the music starts, and he is just crowd killing. <laughs> like, <laughs> the dude that literally, like, baptized me yeah. and prayed with me, like, <laughs> is going around and just mauling people. Mm. And we're like, we have to stay away from him. <laughs> and he ended up at other shows, too, that we went yeah, to. Just yeah. he was there, and we're like, well, there he is, punching a kid in the face. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And, and uh, Isaac was there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he said, I'm pretty sure, like 99% sure about this story. He was so sick, right? Um, but this is like pre-COVID, way pre-COVID. So, so Hold on, oh, Isaac yeah. from our Christmas episode? Yes, so Isaac was on our oh, Christmas yeah. episode last year. He was supposedly there. Hmm. Super sick. This is pre-COVID, but he's he getting everybody he's sick? not missing Demon Hunter. Oh, boy. Because he is a Demon Hunter super fan. Yep. Right? Like, he is all about him. He's got tattoo. 
uh, and all that. So that's the first thing I noticed. So when I went to church and I saw Isaac, I saw his tattoo. And I have this weird thing that I just take pictures of people's tattoos um, without them knowing. I recently <laughs> did it with Gary. saw this guy in front of me at the movie theater, and he had a close your eyes tattoo on his leg. Just snapped a picture of it. Right, talked to him a little bit before, and then he turned around, and I was like, and I zoomed in, took a picture. The guy I was with was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Got to put it on Discord, dude. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I took a picture of his of Isaac's tattoo, his Demon Hunter tattoo, and I sent it to Gary. And I was like, dude. Guys, I get so many people's skins as texts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, this guy's a Demon Hunter fan. And like in my mind, I don't know at the time, I was just like, oh, Demon Hunter, they're cool, but they're not that big. In my mind, but they are big. Like, there's a huge following. Like, even yeah. this album, like, got pretty high on the Christian metal charts and stuff like that. Yeah, um, nominated for Dove Awards and all that stuff. Right. Like, they're super big. But in my mind, I'm like, oh, another Demon Hunter fan. Gary's gonna think it's really cool. Yeah. And you're One of six. Like... <laughs> they probably already know each other. <laughs> you're probably just like, cool, man. <laughs> yeah. He likes Demon Hunter. <laughs> Yeah, I remember yeah, running into him when I was visiting you guys. We went out to eat, and he was, yeah. like, walking out as we were walking in. I saw his tattoo and, like, shook hands or whatever, and I was like, I already knew that I liked the guy. And then we sat yeah. down, and you're like, that's the guy, Gary. That's the guy <laughs> who had the tattoo that I texted you. And I'm like, I saw. I saw. <laughs> it's, like, on his – is it on his arm or is it on his leg? His He's arm. got a few tattoos, but – Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Sorry, Isaac, we're talking about you if you're yeah. listening to this. Yeah, and he came. He said he sat in, like, so there's, like, at the Nadine Factory, it's, like, a smaller pit, and then there's, like, a bar area, and then a bar above and like, a second level. Like a level. balcony? Yeah. He was in the bar area on the first floor, and he said he just sat there the entire time because he wasn't mm -hmm. feeling great. Um, But he went. He actually went. He pushed through and went yeah. and saw Demon Hunter. Good. Was that his only time? I think so. Like you said, they don't just go on yeah. crazy tours. They're family dudes now, you know, and stuff. And Yep, and they got different. other side projects and jobs. And So what would you say is the best equivalent of a secular demon hunter? <laughs> like... <laughs> That was this a is weird the opposite. Question. This is the usually people say, "What's the Christian version <laughs> but, of?" You know, because that's what people do all the time, right? Like, you get people to come in and like, so you know, like if if I really like Infant Annihilator, like, what am I gonna like in the Christian scene? Sure. The and secular so, version of Demon Hunter. Yeah, I hate I hate to say this. I hope you say. I what think I it's think true. Say. You know, I'm gonna say it. I hope so. Five finger death punch. Oh no, Gary. Yeah. Stop it. They both have that clean singing with the lower register. They both do the screams. L newer Demon Hunter is more similar uh, than older. Okay. I can give you that. I, I didn't think you were going to use this moment to just completely. You know, you talked about how you get punch. a bad rap. <laughs> you talked <laughs> about how you get a bad rap. Like, Dude. I mentioned to you one time, hey. <laughs> They're not that bad. Look at this song. It's a good song. And you're just like, <laughs> Gary loves Five Finger Death Punch. I mean, you literally compare them to your favorite band. Right so now, now, you just said they sound like your favorite band. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My biggest problem with them, though, is their, well, their lifestyle and their lyrics. 
sure. which greatly de- detracts from my favorite, right? Yeah, Five um, Finger Death Punch. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's hard to say. And I, I if you look at YouTube, there'll be there'll be people saying like, "Oh, a Christian Five Finger Death Punch" in the comments, you know. And, See, and I think it's a very easy, like, knee jerk reaction to say that's who they sound like. For me, like I do, I can, I can totally see that, especially like you said, their newer stuff, but I really hear Slipknot. So early, totally. And that, Even I think that's why they were song. made, right? If you listen to the labeled podcast about them, they were made a, to be a Christian Slipknot for that first album. Interesting. But I think they were heavier and better than Slipknot on their first album. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> I'm looking at Gary without responding. Um, cause I really like Slipknot, but I, I will say this, like, so the first song on the world is a thorn is descending upon us. And he does this kind of talk Ryan does where it's like, it's hard to explain, but mm-hmm. it's not a whisper. It's not a sing. It's not a scream. He just kind of talks like this, in like a lower register. Like and the five music's finger going death on. punch. No, 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 no. This is like way slipknot. more of a Slipknot thing, dude. For sure. Yeah, Absolutely. so there, there's a song on, it might be this album or the next one, that they do the same kind of thing. Um, It might be Summer of Darkness, where he's like talking all low. And it's just like that Five Finger Death Punch song from the very first album, where like he talks about like the chalk in the on the street outlined as a guy who got killed or whatever. And, that really like low movie theater action yeah. voice, you know, like and guitars are kind of still going around him kind of chugging. Yeah. Like I really heard it in the ending of descending upon us. And I was like, Oh, that's Corey Taylor from slipknot. Like that, that's kind of that type of music. And so, yeah, sometimes I get slipknot vibes other times. Like you said, like, I guess that's not secular. But Dude, like and I showdown. think that's just that genre that you were not interested in when you first heard them was this like, mainstream metal done Christian. Yeah. And not even I, I metal, right? It's new metal. New metal. But I, I was really into new metal. I, I would say like one of my favorite bands of all time is System of Down. And that like kind of fits in that new metal area. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Gary is so disappointed with me for saying that. I just don't <laughs> like hearing you say that. <laughs> but like, I think if I would have heard them during that time, during my high school days right i think i would have liked them a lot but i didn't because i think they were kind of on that they were christian like they weren't in my path kind of like uh-huh. i was saying they were totally in your path to heavy music like you had to go through demon hunter to get to haste the day sort of yeah if that makes sense and so i don't know like i i probably would have and then i would like them so much that i would look back on them and have that nostalgic feeling i think like you do where i'm like Oh gosh, I really like these songs. <laughs> Not saying I don't like them, uh-huh. but yeah, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. I don't know anyone else. I would say <sighs> biker metal. I gotta say, I I I don't really listen to secular music that much. Me either. Like, yeah, I I pursue the Christian heavy music scene. Right. And when secular stuff is thrust upon me or I accidentally discover, 
here's an example the band four years strong not christian i'd never heard of them someone on some facebook group said hey here's a really great album that came out in 2020 called brain pain by four years strong and they're like if you like heavier pop punk you're gonna like them and i just thought eh, let's see what this guy's talking about just see if i can trust this person yeah and i listened to it and man it's like one of my favorite albums right now like and it's not christian in any way shape or form and the dudes aren't either and like so it's stuff like that where i didn't actively go looking um although i guess i kind of did didn't i (laughs) someone showed them to me i'll say and um so it's hard for me to relate a christian band to a secular when i don't have that secular knowledge right yeah it's kind of like me with older christian stuff like i heard about living sacrificed well after their prime (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) who's to say their prime's not now true (laughs) yeah i mean they haven't done anything in like i don't know seven years maybe six years but they did go to furnace fest you could say living sacrifice is is another band that kind of is in this demon hunter yeah their later stuff their newer stuff i mean yeah yeah, totally yeah in the christian world you could probably name a bunch true true you know it'll be interesting uh diving into all these songs and saying what they're about because one thing I, I will say is a lot of their songs are you, they're about God, right? Like, or the Christian. They have life. Christian perspective. Yeah. Yes, you know, and I don't think I fully knew that, one hundred percent. And so diving into some of these, you know, looking at it, it's like okay, I think you you, you grow more appreciation for bands. I think if you like read their lyrics, like wow, they're really yeah really stand in their faith and stand up for what they believe in. And so, yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to get into it too. Because sure. I don't think for how much I've listened to this, I don't think I've ever read the lyrics for every song. Did the deep dive. Yeah. And Cause it's different when like you listen and you hear them say it. Um, but sometimes when they sing, they'll like split a verse or split like a thought in half kind yeah. of thing. But when you read along and you really get it, it's like, I don't know. It's it's like watching a movie with the <laughs> subtitles on. You, it just clicks better, you know, <laughs> reading along and hearing. So Gary and I both, I don't know if this is like – I know some people hate it, but we both listen to – or when we watch TV or movies, we put subtitles on. So we read along with the dialogue as it's happening, and if you don't have it on there, you can't hear what's on the TV anymore. That's how much we <laughs> – that's how much we rely on these subtitles. Yeah, Jen and I went to watch Spider-Man, and I was like, I, I can't hear them. Where's the words? Yeah, and I know some people hate it, but now it's just like it's ingrained in me. Yeah. You know, and that's totally true. If, you, if, if you're following along with the lyrics, like I love how Spotify has it now to where most songs have lyrics on your phone, right? You can yeah. just like, look at it. Yep. Um, and you're following along. You're like, oh, my gosh, that's what it says, and that's what it means. Even yeah, though you yeah. knew that's what it said, right? Yeah. But then you're just reading through it and you're like, oh, this is this is awesome. Totally. Sweet, dude. If only 
So that wraps up our discussion of Demon Hunter, The World is a Thorn. So thanks for our patrons for supporting us. And if you like what we're doing and you want to support us, you can buy us a cup of coffee by becoming a patron. Or you could buy your own cup of coffee now. Um, And by being a patron, you'll have early access to our episodes. There's private channels and roles available on Discord and any bonus content that we have. Dude, and bonus content... This episode was recorded on video. So you get to see our faces if you're a patron, um, which is pretty awesome. That's right. You get to see my yep. uh, lovely face and Gary's uh, not-so-lovely face. Beard. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, that's not nice. <laughs> yeah, and we also put stuff like teasers and yeah. updates on the episode as we're editing. Um, stuff like that. So, yeah. Keep an eye out for our deep dive episode coming soon. That's right. Thanks for the support, guys. Peace. Thank you for listening.